Let's preview tonight's Spurs-Lakers game, and let's have a, some fun here. The Spurs needing the point guard. Which point guard would you want back, DeJounte Murray or Derek White? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great work week. Another game tonight. The Spurs will get that win to snap this historic losing streak. Crossing fingers. We're going to preview tonight's Spurs-Lakers game. We're going to have fun with our guests. We're going to ask if the Spurs can bring back one point guard of recent uh, memory, that being Derek White and John J. Murray. Who would you want to come back? And then ask a big question. The Spurs always being this young team, don't they already have veterans on the squad that need to step up? We're going to be talking about that and more right here on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, which is brought to you by Game Time. Go to GameTime.co right now. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code LOCKDOWNNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Your Spurs are back in action tonight, everydayers. Yeah, hopefully the 17-game uh, losing skid will end. And uh, we get to talk about something different than L's in the last over a month. You realize that's all we've been talking about on Lockdown Spurs for about over a month now, just losses. Please, Spurs, <clears throat> let's snap that losing streak tonight. But before the Spurs hit the court, let's preview tonight's Spurs-Lakers game. Spurs come in at 3-19. and Lakers 14-9 and coming off that in-season tournament championship win. And as mentioned, the Spurs are currently on a historic 17-game losing skid. Now the Spurs are coming off a row loss to the Rockets, 93-82. How bad was it? It was a horrible, historic, but not in a good way night for the Spurs. 12.2% shooting from the three line by your silver and black versus the Rockets. That is the fourth lowest percentage by a team with 40 plus attempts in NBA history. So offense has been struggling of late. Wemby watch, he finished with 15 points and 18 rebounds versus the Rockets. And then you had Devin Vassell with 14 points, Kelton Johnson with 12. Sohan with seven points and two assists. Injury report, the Spurs will be without Charles Bassett. Y'all know he's out for the remainder of the season with a torn left ACL. And Sissoko, Rice, and Bidiaco there on assignment in the G League. Spurs, uniform watch, will be in their it, uh, the Icon Edition jerseys tonight. So those are the black jerseys. So they'll be wearing those tonight. All right, what are we watching now? Let's look at the uh, visitor side. So keep an eye on the scoreboard. The Lakers are 7-0 overall, road and home. When they're leading at halftime. So Spurs are going to have a mountain to climb if they're down on the scoreboard at the break. So keep an eye on that. Spurs have not been good in the second half. That could be a bad mix for the Spurs and possibly the 18th consecutive loss. Now the Lakers as well, they've recorded five straight games with more free throws versus their opponent. Again, they're getting to the line. The Spurs are going to have to try to slow that down. You can see Davis picking up fouls, LeBron picking up fouls, Reeves. Pick, I mean, just the list goes on and on. So the Spurs got to stop the Lakers from going to the free throw line. Those are easy buckets the Spurs can stop. Now, over the last three games, the Lakers have been averaging about 115 points per game. Why do I bring that up? Because versus the Rockets, although it was a loss, they did hold the Rockets to under 100 points. So 
We'll see if that trend can continue tonight versus the Lakers, who's been scoring well over 100 points in recent games. Now for your Spurs, keep an eye on the uh, the boards. The Spurs have been out-rebounded in the last four games. Offensive rebounds have been an issue for the Spurs. Second-chance opportunities. I think they have like 20-plus offensive boards given up to Chicago at home. One of those losses. Again, they had about 15 against the Rockets. So, again, those offensive boards, just defensive boards, they got to clean the glass. It's a big reason why they've been losing of late. And as mentioned about that halftime score, so we said that the Lakers are undefeated at half, road and home. Your Spurs at home, they haven't won a game when they're down on the scoreboard 0-3. So that is going to be a critical thing to watch at halftime, who is up at the break. So those are some things to watch for in tonight's Spurs-Lakers game. Coming up next, we have Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. He and I are going to have some fun. We're going to go into the Marvel Universe, the What If Universe, and ask, what if the Spurs can bring back one point guard, DeJounte Murray versus Derek White, to plug into this current roster? And then we're also going to ask the big question, well, the Spurs need veterans. Don't they already have veterans right now? So we're going to be talking about that right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks all season long each week. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And with no spurs being listed, why don't we just dive into... Uh, well, the old man, Al Horford, he has played one or more games this week, but with Christoph Porzingis out, Horford will get a bump in his production. Josh Lloyd from Fan- Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. Look, do you have a dream ride or do you own a dream ride? What's the best memory of the car that you've loved or perhaps you have the car that you love right now or perhaps you're just trying to find the uh, part for your car well go to ebay motors right now so if you have a time we need to have that car being fixed up or keep it running or you're looking for that cool upgrade you really want it well go to ebay motors with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your rice stays running smoothly brake kits led lights Roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. What more do you need? Go to eBay Motors right now. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay's guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Rudy Campos, rocking the San Francisco Giants hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm I a Giants fan. I, I did not know that about you. You're a Giants fan? Yeah, my dad was a huge Willie Mays fan. I grew up yeah. uh, watching the Giants. I'm a massive uh, Kevin Mitchell, Matt Williams, Will Clark, that little trio. Yeah. So I've been following the Giants for forever. Oh, wow. So you learn something new every day about Mr. Rudy <laughs> Campos. You can find him on X at uh, Sweep the League. 
and his show sweep the league. He'll talk about that and more. You know, Rudy, I'm looking behind you and I see champs again. You know that that paper clip. <laughs> Man, though that that feels like a long, long time. But yet here we are. Foreshadow. Foreshadow. <sighs> I've sure okay, foreshadow. Yeah, but how long <laughs> until that happens? Yeah. But nevertheless. Look, uh, Rudy, we're going to have some fun here. It's been downtime for Spurs fans, the Spurs themselves. I mean, just looking for the Zach Collins. I talked to him recently. He told me that, yeah, they're frustrated perhaps more than the fans themselves. The point is, is let's have some fun now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have a game. And you know how everybody this season is saying, oh, Spurs need a point guard. Spurs need a point mm-hmm. That veteran point guard. Well, technically the Spurs had two of them, and they let them go. That's Derek White and DeJounte Murray. Uh, White got traded to Boston. Murray mm-hmm. got traded to Atlanta. Nevertheless, if they were here, they actually would have fit in pretty well yeah. with Wimbayama. Uh, it really would have worked with either of them. But the game is to find out which one do you think would be better suited for this team. Both present strong cases. And we're going to play. Basically, we're going to dive into the Marvel Universe. We're going to do the what if. The what if here. <laughs> You know, what if Murray or White stayed with Wimbayama and crew? So, Rudy, you are the guest. You get first crack at this. What if the Spurs had to make a decision to trade or to bring back White or Murray to solve the point guard's position? Who would Rudy Campos bring back? You know, the popular choice would probably be DeJounte Murray. I mean, you're talking about a guy who I believe has made an mm-hmm. all-star team. I mean, even though yeah. he wasn't voted in or picked by the coaches, he still got right. on the all-star squad. But, you know, scoring point guard, you know, a guy that was able to lead the San Antonio Spurs for a while there. But my pick uh, individually, in my opinion, is Derek White. I mean, you're talking yeah. point guard Derek White was – he was a facilitator. He was just trying to get everybody involved. He knew when to score, which was the most important thing mm-hmm. because when his teammates were not being able to score the ball, you know, Devin Keldon or anybody, uh, Derek White was able to step up and do the scoring, lift the scoring load himself. We've seen him have some 20-plus point games. Uh, we just saw him play some really big, especially in that playoff series with those Denver Nuggets when they had made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He was really, really big in that series as well. Derek White's my pick because not only that, you get both sides of the ball. You get defense, you get offense. Yeah, You get everything you want in a starting point guard when it comes to Derek White. That's my choice. I'm hoping mm-hmm. you're just on the same page with me, Jeff, are you? No, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going with DeJounte Murray. Uh, look, and look, again, both players make strong cases. They yeah. really do. It's it's close to win-win situation. It's close. But mm. and you look at both point guards, had they stayed in San Antonio, or they could bring back, we're playing a game here, we'll bring back one. Yeah. Both, I think both would have ran the pick and roll with Wimby almost perfectly. I mean, it would have been just great. You know, either one, sure. You know, uh, you know, uh, defensively, I do give the nod to Derek White. But then again, it's close because DeJounte Murray is good with the steals. Yeah. Derek White was good with taking the charges. Uh, getting blocks, you know, mm-hmm. both were really good defense. I mean, it is close. I mean, you could almost just flip a coin and yeah, sure, bring that one back. But I'm going to go with Dejounte Murray simply because uh, one, he is an all star. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I I think he prov- can get up the court more than maybe Derek White can. I yeah. like that more free flow offense that he can play, and also like the fact too that he can generate those second chance opportunities as I mentioned with the steals and looking at what he did in San Antonio before he got traded here, I got the numbers here. Just give me a few seconds, 12 points per game uh, in five seasons in San Antonio. And you're looking right now in Atlanta in two seasons, he upped it to 20.4. Now 
I look at that and I say, okay, he might even score more with Wimby at his side. Mm-hmm. Though the spacing that Wimby is creating. Now, granted, probably not right now because you know Spurs can't shoot the ball and throw it in the ocean right now. But the <laughs> point is, I just like Murray. I, I like Murray. He's younger, I believe. He's younger than uh, White. So he can have a little bit more legs on him, a little more longevity. I, I look at perhaps the assists. Now, you look at for his career now, DeJounte Murray, 5.1 assists uh, for his career and 1.5 steals. You're looking at his shooting. I think that'll be key for both. Maybe that might be the def- deciding factor. Three-point shooting for De- uh, DeJounte Murray is at 34%, and overall field goal percentage is 45%. What do the numbers tell you about Derek White, though, that you like? So what I like about White is a different couple things here. First off, we see everybody screaming about Trey Jones being a starting point guard for the Spurs because he's really the only point guard we have on the team besides Devontae mm-hmm. Graham. But when you get a guy like Derek White, it's a very similar style when it comes to Derek White and Trey Jones. So you're not going from one massive player like Devontae Murray, who's, you know, fast pace, up tempo, mm-hmm. score, 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 get the ball here, get the ball there. You're kind of getting that controlled balance from Derek White mm-hmm. down to Trey Jones. That's why I feel that flow would be really good for the San Antonio Spurs. You know, but as far as Derek goes, you're right on the defensive side. You know, it's kind of it's kind of, you know, a flip of a coin on the defensive side when yeah, it comes to Derek White and DeJounte Murray. When I look at DeJounte, and I'm not mad about your pick. I like your pick with DeJounte, but it's it goes back to the style of this play the Spurs want to play. You know, they want to play. Mm-hmm. If they want the quick pace, it's obviously DeJounte Murray, no matter what. If it's the play to where you get Devin, you get Keldon, you get Wimby involved, a lot of pick and rolls. It's guys like Derek White and uh, Trey Jones that are going to be the guys you want to facilitate uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. But numbers-wise, I mean, Derek is having – let's put it this way. When it comes to playoff basketball and winning basketball, Mm -hmm. Derek White has been the better player when it comes to playoff series. I mean, Atlanta, I think, has been in the playoff already a couple times with DeJounte. So I like Derek because he brings that winning attitude Mm -hmm. that – playoff experience more than what DeJounte would. And on a team with, I've said many times, no identity, that is very important to get a mm-hmm. veteran like that to help your team get to the next level. Yeah. Now, you, if you're looking at win shares, uh, Derek White does have the edge over DeJounte Murray for the career. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeJounte Murray's win shares are about 22.4. And I believe Derek White, I got it here, win shares are 25. Now, championship experience, Derek White has that. I, I think he went to the time. The, the NBA final. Finals with yeah. Boston, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. went to the Finals uh, with Boston. Uh, but if you go down to other intangibles, if you're looking at just a dog on the court, maybe Murray has that little edge over Derek White. You know, Murray yeah. is not one to back down. You know, he has a little bit more dog in him. Sometimes I look at the Spurs team, I think you know, maybe are they a little too soft? You know, I think Dejounte yeah. could bring that type of aspect uh, to this uh, club now. I get it. A lot of Spurs fans, some of them are a little, maybe a little sour on DeJounte uh, after he left and mm-hmm. had some comments about uh, the Spurs. But I like that the fact that he has a chip in his shoulder like that. I think that that would carry well with this okay. young Spurs team. And again, it's it's almost like it's a narrow race. It really is. If they're mm-hmm. like, let's put it this way, Rudy, if, if I were to tell you, hey, Rudy, I just shot you a text right now. Check it out. And my text said, if the Spurs are trading back Derek White, you'd be like, great. I'm about to tell you they're trading back back for DeJounte. You'd be perfect. I think that's yeah. – is it. Is it almost like that uh, for you? Do you think that's how the fans would react as well? 
Yeah, it, it would be the same reaction. You'd be yeah. getting you'd be getting a familiar face back to San Antonio. I mean, mm. somebody that knows the system already under Pop. Uh, either either one of those guys would be fantastic. I, I would be ecstatic, and I think every Spurs fan would be ecstatic too because you're getting the missing piece. You don't mm. have to see Point Sohan anymore. Um, yeah. You don't have to worry about positionless basketball that's being thrown mm. around. Anything like that. You get the position, you know, filled that you need to fill, and that is that point guard position. So if either player were to come back, you would see – I'm not going to say you would see instant success, but you would see mm-hmm. a more balanced Spurs team, and you'd probably see some improvement when it comes to guys like uh, Wimman Yama, who's having a great year. Let's not deny He's having yeah. a great year. But then you'll be able to see that flow a little bit better when it comes to other guys, when it comes to Keldon, yeah. Devin, you know, Jeremy as well. So definitely I yeah. would be ecstatic. Now, you get some of the hardware uh, the players have collected. DeJounte has the edge over White. Uh, mm-hmm. DeJounte is a one-time All-Star. He's a 21-22 steals champion, and he's a 27-18 All-Defensive team. And uh, you look at the other side with White, he's a 22-23 All-Defensive team, but he also has been to the finals. So he has that championship experience. Didn't win it, but nevertheless, uh, you know, he's been there, he's seen it, he's done that. Mm-hmm. I think it's man. This is close. This is close. Hmm. Um. It's man, I, I think it, I think it's win win, man. It sure. Is. Yeah, you I, can't. I you can't go wrong. Yeah. Now, if, I think you would have to boil down to like those little other intangibles in terms of age. Uh, Derek is twenty nine. Dejounte is twenty seven. Okay, maybe it's a little bit more. You know, longevity. Mm-hmm. I know injuries are play a part no matter what age. But if you're going to go strictly with age, then Murray has the edge. Wind shares, we mentioned right now, Derek has the edge. Hardware, DeJounte has the edge. I mean, it's back and forth like that. You know, you're looking like like a three-point field goal percentage right now. We, should, we could talk about that because the Spurs couldn't make one versus yeah. Houston. You know, for his career, Derek White is shooting 36% from the three line, and DeJounte for his career is like how close it is, 34%. Yeah. So, you know. Can you trade both yeah. of them back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then then it'll be back to that whole point guard discussion. Remember when they both were uh, on the Spurs and like we started, oh, it's Derek White. You see that and whatnot. Yeah, and then you look at those other things, other factors like who has more dog in them. You know, perhaps Dejounte has it again. Not to say that Derek is not a competitor, but yeah. you know, you know, Dejounte was a little bit more feisty on the court, and I like that. Yeah, uh, not to say Der- again, not to say Derek would be a chump and back down. Yeah, it really is close, man. Okay, so I start looking. Okay, what about free throws? Those little things that can make the difference in a win and a loss. Looking at his career, uh, Dejounte is at seventy nine percent, and then you're looking at Derek White. I get it here a few seconds is eighty five percent. So do you when when the when the game's on the line or you go out at those easy points? Who do you, you know? Who do you want mm-hmm. taking that free throw? So, woo! It's win win, yeah. everybody. Make it happen, Rudy. We know <laughs> you have. The uh, the infinity yeah, gauntlet. Can you snap your finger and Speed make that, make the time? Can you do that stuff for us, man? I, it is close. Once I unpack my stuff, I'll be able to pull out that infinity gauntlet and make some changes right. for the Spurs. <laughs> Rudy's gonna go with Derek White. I'm gonna go with Dejounte Murray. We can make a wish come true and bring back one of those point guards. But who do you want to come back? Would you like to see Derek White return? Or Dejounte return. You put aside what Dejounte said for a moment. Just looking <laughs> at numbers and what he can do on the court. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you think. You can let Rudy know on X at Sweep the League. Let me know on X at Jeff G Spurs Zone. When we get back, we're going to ask a question. Wait a minute, hold on. Don't the Spurs have vets already? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a whole issue with the Spurs <laughs> team. 
We're going to discuss that coming up next right here on Locked on Spurs. But before I continue our discussion, I want you to go to GameTime.co right now, everybody. Look, you don't have to be worrying about where you're going to get your tickets, how you're going to get your tickets, or if you're going to have a hassle, because that's why Game Time is here for you. Go to Game Time when you don't want to worry about buying your tickets to the next big event you're going to, whether it be a comedy, a show, a music show, a theater, or a Spurs game. doesn't matter. Game Time takes the hassle out of finding tickets. They have killer last-minute deals, view from your seats, all-in prices, best price guaranteed. Look, Game Time, they just take the guesswork out of finding and buying tickets. They have the lowest price guaranteed, as mentioned, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, views from your seat. I mean, what more do you want out of an app? That's why you have to go get it right now. Look, you can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. And they show all the total price up front. You know, you're getting a good deal without those hidden fees. And that zone deal I was talking about, basically, you pick the section, game time will pick your seats, and that averages about 80% savings. Look, they're looking out for you. They are. Go to gametime.co, download the game time app right now, get that game time guarantee. You always get the best price. You can find tickets in the same section or row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference if you do find that. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app right now, everybody. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I also want to talk to you about Mudslingers drive through Coffee, everybody. Look, you got to go to Mudslingers right now. What are you waiting for? 281 and 1604. They have the best menu available. If you're looking for a quick pick-me-up, you can try one of the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt series, or you can try the Alien. That's an honor of Wimbayama. That's a full can of Red Bull plus green apple plus kiwi. It's a delicious drink. You got to get it. They have dairy alternatives. They have their signature drink, which is called the Mudslinger. They even have the OG OJ, which is the old school Orange Julius brought back only at Mudslinger's drive through Coffee. They are at 281 and 1604 area, 24-04-000 Oaks Drive. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. They have a friendly staff. They are a proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs, and they proudly serve the San Antonio community. I go there as often as I can. You should go there as well. Look, they've been active on social media. Fans have told them and suggested them some drinks, and they'll make it for them, and then they'll name it after you. I'm not kidding. Uh, just go to their uh, social media accounts on X. Threads, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you got to got, go and find them. Trust me, they'll be there at Muslinger SATX. Over 300 five star reviews cannot be wrong. 2404,000 Oaks Drive, 21-1604 area, open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for a bland coffee. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Uh, I'm thinking about would you pick Derek White and man, like I started looking at more numbers and like you start looking at the, anyway, anyway, I don't want to get off on that time. I just want to continue a little chat about that. Yeah, I think my personal feeling, I think Spurs fans might lean towards Derek. What do you think? Yeah, I think only yeah. only because it's he's more controlled, and I yeah. think that's what this team needs. Uh, yeah. They're so unbalanced and so kind of, mm-hmm. you know, all over the place. They need someone that's going to be able to control the team yeah. and control the, the flow, and I think that's why Derek is the choice. 
But also, but I, but I, we saw. Okay, go, go, go. we don't want to get off of this tangent here. I just wanted to continue this chat right, a little bit. Everybody. So I, I but, guess. But, the, but Dejounte did the same thing. Remember, he pulled Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. Pushed away uh, Pop. He and Pop got into it. He did clashes on sidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is so, so close, Rudy. So the best question to ask mm. Spurs fans out there that listen to Lockdown Spurs is this: When it comes to Dejounte and Derek. Who's mm-hmm. going to be more beneficial to the growth of your younger guy? There you go. Yeah. And DeJounte, hey, DeJounte, take nothing away, but I feel DeJounte has more of the spotlight on him as to where Derek will have the spotlight on him, mm-hmm. but it kind of shines more out towards the team. Yeah. DeJounte has always been that first option for the Spurs when he was in his prime with San Antonio. Right. And that's where I think the shine is more for Derek than that, in my opinion. You know, we're talking about bringing back a veteran guard. We're just using, you know, recent history with two vet PGs. But, mm-hmm. you know, one of the biggest gripes this season has been this roster is too young. <laughs> this roster is just a baby. And, yes, you average out their age, and they are 22 and a half, which is the youngest squad in Popovich's era. Mm-hmm. But if you dig deeper, they actually do have veterans. And uh, at least one player with championship experience, City Osman. Yeah. They have Osman, Rudy. They have Collins. They have Doug McDermott. And yes, they have Keldon Johnson. He is a veteran by NBA standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I missing here? So McDermott, uh, you, you know, we mentioned mm-hmm. him. Devontae, uh, Zach Collins, Devontae, Devontae Graham. By the way, are, do they know he's instant offense? But I guess that's for another show. Yeah. But my point is here is why don't the Spurs look to their own backyard, their own roster, and look at those veterans and say, like, hey, we need you to help these young guys. Shouldn't they be pulling more of their weight? Could they <laughs> hold some of the blame as to some of the struggles this season? You know, uh, you you texted me this question and this topic to talk about, and I, I started really thinking about it. Well, yeah, you could put the blame on veterans. You know, you do have some veterans, but mm-hmm. – they're not they're not your typical veterans where Spurs teams have relied on in the past. I mm-hmm. mean, these guys are majority are not playoff tested. Majority mm-hmm. of them are not, you know, 25 minute a night guys or anything mm-hmm. like that. When you talk about veterans who made difference for the San Antonio Spurs, go back into like Steve Smith. He was a mm-hmm. starter for so many years. Yeah. Great scorer in the league. Michael Finley, playoff tested with the Phoenix Suns. I mean, Kersey. just go on and on. Yeah, yeah Jerome Kersey, Patty Mills. You know, a lot of these guys were veterans that the Spurs brought in where Pop knew I'm going to get something from them regardless if they play five minutes or they play 25 minutes, I'm going to grab, I'm going to get something out of them. They're going to be able to help me. And they helped the development of a Tim Duncan when he came in, you know, with Jerome Kersey, Mario mm-hmm. Ellie, Tony Parker had Antonio Daniels, you know, a little bit of Avery Johnson there, you know, back of their um, mm-hmm. Spurs, uh, you know, but he also had Speedy Claxton to help him out during that title run. Manu Ginobili, you know, these guys were young coming in. You know, Manu had the overseas international experience, mm-hmm. but yet he was still an NBA rookie at one point. Those are the veterans that the Spurs need. You're talking about Seti Osman. And I remember a long time ago, you and I talked. I said, Osman is going to be that one guy that's going to mm-hmm. be probably the best person off their bench. Right. We're seeing it with Osman. He's mm-hmm. battle yeah. tested, finals tested. I mean, he's got everything that the Spurs need when it comes to a veteran. But the biggest thing is, none of these veterans mm-hmm. are not leaders. And that's the that's the bad part. You're relying mm-hmm. on guys with no leadership experience and nothing against Keldon, nothing against Devin, 
but it's hard to be a leader if you were never a leader to begin with. It's so yeah. hard to come into the league and be that leader and be a young age and try to be a leader at that. So that's where I feel veterans are very important. They just don't have the right veterans on this mm -hmm. squad. And they could have had at least one right veteran. Maybe I think a Reggie Bullock would have been good for this team. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I think Reggie he perfect. would have been solid, but, you know, he didn't want it out or they bought Alfred him out. Alfred Payton, you know, was another one. They yeah. traded for him, and I knew he didn't want to be here. Yeah. But, you know, he gave us the Mo, the Mo Cheeks treatment. But at the mm -hmm. same time, he would have been a very, very mm -hmm. valuable asset for the Spurs. Yeah. And and of, of all the veterans that the Spurs do have, and, yes, the Spurs do have veterans, everybody, I look at as far as just – bucking up and saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to help guide this team, uh, you know, and I know everybody's still looking at Devin Vassell, but I also, I would love to see, I would have loved to see Kelton and McDermott really take one of take the reins mm -hmm. in that department, be that locker room guy. Look, Kelton last year during the tank season, Kelton was really good at keeping spirits up. I was in that locker room. I saw it myself. Uh, you know, very vocal, very happy, you know, trying to get the team going, keeping spirits high. But I also, and I know McDermott has never been that guy, yeah, but I could see, I, I, I would have loved to have seen him take more control of the locker room. Maybe don't be vocal or maybe just go his own way. Pull, you know, Devin aside, pull uh, Sohan aside and say like, hey, you know, it is what it is. You'll get better. And who knows? Maybe he does that. I don't see it. But we're not in the locker room 24 hours, you know, every time they're in there. But, you know, you you ask players right now who's like kind of the leaders right now. It's usually Vassell. And you rarely hear, oh, it's Osmond. Oh, it's McDermott. You know, uh, mm -hmm. maybe Collins. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think some of the veterans collectively perhaps, I mean, it's not too, too late in the season to <laughs> kind of rally the troops. You know, the edge of the cliff is right there. It's It's close. It's almost – done and i know a lot of spurs fans think season's already kaput but yeah i think those veterans that would love to see step up a little bit more as the season goes on but you're right though i mean osmond he was a role player during cleveland title run yeah. um mcdermott you know indiana and chicago and i forget what other teams he played for but you know never were in powerhouse teams Mm, who else? Uh, Zach Collins, you know, Portland, but he was derailed by injuries. Yeah, he was injured. So yeah. you really can't consider him, you know, a, I mean, you can consider him a leader, but mm -hmm. battle tested and stuff. And before yeah. you move on, I said Alfred Payton earlier. I'm in Cameron Payton. Yeah, so I'm in Cameron Yeah, yeah, yeah campaign. Uh, but do you think of all the veterans we mentioned right now, perhaps the one should be in the hot seat is Keldon? Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I, I, I think only because he's been here the longest out yeah, of all the, the longest guys. tenured. Yeah. You know, but again, you know, Keldon, when he was at Kentucky, he was not a leader there. He was he was just Keldon is loud. So everybody expects him to be that mm -hmm. veteran and that leader to come into the locker room and just start screaming and getting that. He's not that guy. He's loud mm -hmm. on the court. You know, he's a very emotional guy on the court. So it, it doesn't mean that he can be a leader. Same with Devin. You know, Devin, a lot of these guys are going to talk to you, Jeff, when press conferences, they're going to. They're going to say the right things. Mm -hmm. They're going to say what people want to hear. Yeah, yeah. And But in the locker room, you don't know who the guys that are stepping up. In. And to be honest, I don't know if there's a guy outside of maybe Trey Jones that can actually be vocal. And point. again, he plays that point guard position where your leader needs to be probably that point guard. I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, it's kind of simple to think about. It's just yeah. 
the leader on the court needs to be the leader in the locker room. DeJounte was a very vocal person, you know, when he was here. So it's like, it's hard to say who's a vocal without being in the locker room. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, technically by definition, the Spurs do have veterans. It's just, you would love to see them perhaps be a little bit more veteran-y in a season (laughs) that's, uh, you know, taking a turn for the worse. You know, I asked Spurs fans, you know, do they still have faith? And it feels like Spurs fans are clinging faith by a thread right now. Uh, like it's dwindling fast. So whew, it's been a rough season and it's just, I we're, are we technically a quarter done of the season? Yeah. We're technically 20, done. We're at 20, 20 games yeah. as we're recording. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Eesh. yeah, I guess any worse. I, I mean, can, can you see this losing streak be longer? Cause they got the Lakers oh, yeah. tonight. Lakers again than the Pelicans. The only two games that I saw them winning was Chicago and Houston. And even I remember saying Houston's probably tough to even yeah. say they're going to win, but um, I think you know, it's 20 plus. You know, today uh, versus the Lakers, I, the first Lakers game is my wild card Spurs win. That win where you look at this mm-hmm. at the end of the night and you'd be like, wait, the Lakers lost to who? I think, you know, the Spurs, how did that happen? <laughs> you know, I, they, I have them Spurs breaking their streak tonight. So wishful thinking, I know probably, but who knows? But, hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. If you could snap your finger, if you had the Infinity Gauntlet and bring back one of the point guards, DeJounte or Derek, who would it be? Derek uh, White was Rudy Campos's pick. I went with DeJounte Murray. Is it close as we're talking about? Well, let us know. And also, uh, yeah, what about the Spurs vets? Uh, how much blame do they have for not rallying the troops uh, at this point of this bad, bad start to the season? Rudy, tell us what's going on with Sweep, buddy. Yeah, so Sweep the League, like I said, we're going to be kicking off a lot in 2024. We're at the end of December, so we're kind of getting gearing up for 2024, getting things ready. And I, I was able to, Jeff, I was able to pull up a couple of my old phone numbers. So I'm going to give Baino Udrich and uh, Bobby Jackson from Sacramento, a call, see if they're doing anything nice. to get some nice veteran leadership. Uh, there you go. I, I talked to Goran Dragic, and he said he's not interested. So oh, we'll darn. see if we can get another couple of point guard veterans. Darn. Darn. <laughs> you know, I, I even it would take Speedy Claxton. Ooh, I, I mean, yeah. He's coaching Hofstra. So, I mean, we yeah. could put a call into him. I, I, I can talk to Kenny Anderson if you want. Okay. Well, you do I that. You, you, yeah, you make that happen. And then give everybody a reason why you go to sweep the league. Again, follow him on, on X at sweep the league. And, uh, yeah, we always appreciate Rudy taking time to jump on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, I uh, want to talk to you quickly. Lockdown has launched the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. You guys are the everydayers. We'll be back tomorrow. Talking more silver and black. Hopefully about wins. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. But we'll see what the future brings us. Uh, and, yeah, I'd love to hear what you think about today's topic. So, for Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>